Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. It was a black day for all of us when this flamboyantly talented cabaret legend was unceremoniously ordered to sashay away on episode one of the current season of Drag Race UK. But we are thrilled that that means that we get to meet Joe Black. Hi, Joe. <coughs> Sorry, let me just clear my throat. Hello! You can't make noises like that in COVID times. People will worry. You can't... <laughs> oh, I've got, I've, got, I've got Tourette's. And um, one of the two of the ticks I've got is I sniff um, like like this and, and cough um, for just... It's just what my body makes me do. Um, so people either think I'm ill or that um, I'm a cocaine addict. Um, and um, only one of those things is true. <laughs> hey, have you actually got Tourette's? Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, everyone always thinks it's like a sweary thing, um, uh, but no, it's it's just like spasms or like ticks. Um, but yeah, I blink as well. But obviously, you can't see that because we're just voices. Um, oh, I can hear you know, it. I in some of my interviews and stuff, uh, and also like a, a, a noise. Um, something Wong has it as well, I think, and that's why she blinks so strangely. Oh, wow, I didn't know that at all. So um, how long have you had that? I mean, I, th- I think I was, like, in secondary school. And then people just said, oh, it's just a nervous tick. You're just nervous. I went to a doctor and they were like, no, it's Tourette's. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, but I always forgot I've got it until, like, um, I went on Instagram Live and then uh, lots of people started, like, uh, on Twitter and stuff, being like, "Is is Joe Black on cocaine?" I was like, "No, I have a medical issue." Uh, <laughs> well, most drag queens uh, so are, so it's fair to assume. <laughs> I, it's, I just, I, you know, I love that. That was the. Uh, not, it's not, it wasn't even really a controversy. Just, I think people just look at me and go, "Yeah, probably." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that very authentic nineteen twenties thing going on. It was you could buy it in Selfridges. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you're good. Um, uh, it was originally in Coca-Cola. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about but, uh, that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the. Uh, just <laughs> I thought that was very funny. But yeah, let's 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 move on. We don't need to talk about my medical issues. Oh, I find that fascinating. Just one more question about it. So, would you? Yeah. Would it? It could have potentially been. Um, you could have been quite a good representative then because i mean i remember when uh, pete from big brother had Tourette's. So that was a, a lot of people's introduction to the condition so i guess yeah i, would that I have... know pete oh really yeah well he, he moved to i think he's moved back to brighton now but he was uh, in brighton and then he went to bristol i think and then yeah i just occasionally i'll see him in the street and he's, he'll just be like going past on his bike and i'll hear all right mate <laughs> and he'll just like yeah swing by and i was once in the um my doctor's uh waiting room um which is also linked to the sexual health clinic and uh he came out of the sexual health clinic section and screamed across um a completely silent waiting room i knew it was you who gave it to me <laughs> <laughs> and then he can blame it on the tourettes even though it's just him making fun yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that sounds like a reality show waiting to happen you and pete so let's <laughs> let's pitch it um yeah but yeah, so I, I know you'll have answered this already a million times, but how has it been since your elimination aired on Drag Race? 
Oh, it's, it's been uh, it's been amazing actually. I never thought I'd be so happy to leave. Uh, <laughs> I spent I spent you know the good part of a year going oh god oh god oh god waiting like dreading that episode, um, and then it came out and I felt nothing but love. Um, it's been incredible. I'm uh, in fact I'm glad they gave me the boot because if this is what happens when you get eliminated, I just uh, you know. I'd, if I ever went back for an All Stars, I'd want to go first again because it's uh, it's been absolutely <laughs> bloody incredible. So I think I'd read an interview with you where you said you'd kind of been second guessing yourself, like, oh, did I mess it up? And it, and then when the fan reaction was so overwhelmingly kind of outraged about the fact you were eliminated and how it happened, I guess you felt maybe vindicated by that. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I as soon as I came out, I was like, oh my god, maybe maybe that Bowie reference is just. Maybe no one else does think of that. Um, and I was like, but no, but they, but it's an American gods. It's an American horror story. Gaga did it as well. It's just, uh, it's, yeah. So I spent a, a, a long time going, oh shit, maybe I should have done this, done the, uh, the lightning bolt. Um, but then of course, what would have happened is if I had done the lightning bolt, um, I would have been told that it was too obvious. So. <laughs> yeah. A lot of um, fans were saying that the it felt like the producers maybe had kind of, sometimes people say they plan who they're going to put in the bottom and then they kind of make it work. Do you think there's any truth to that or is that a bit conspiracy theory-ish for you? I mean, all the judges have their opinion, don't they? They're, uh, they're there to, to do it and they're the, uh, they're the professionals and whether people agree with them or not, they're the ones with the uh, the, the, the spear of, what's, what's the, I was going to say, the spear of justice. Um, <laughs> they're, you know, they're the one calling the shots, so... Uh, it's their choice, and then it's you know ultimately, like I've said in interviews, it's down to the audience for 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 reaction. You know, the judges can say what they say, and that's entirely valid. But uh, you know, the audience will also make their own mind up. You know, the judges don't speak for the nation; they speak for that moment. Well, the other uh, element is that kind of uh, a lot of people think that sometimes Drag Race will intentionally get rid of someone they know is going to cause an upset because then that creates more social media engagement. And so sometimes it's not just about, oh, I didn't like this look. Sometimes there might be a, an extra strategy in terms of, oh, we want to get people talking. We want to, do you know what? So have you not spent much time thinking about whether you were a part of anything like that or do you take it at face value? No, I, 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 I think Michelle just might not have seen the Life on Mars video, to be honest. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's been huge debate since about the Bowie and the and the Pavilion. Um, do you think that you're going to kind of run with those things moving forward? Because there's been loads of memes, loads of conversation about it. Are you going to turn it into part of your brand or? I mean, it's you know, it it's the thing about memes and stuff is it's it's, it's there for a moment. You know, I I don't think I should focus on. Uh, an elim- you know, at the moment, that's you know to go cool. Yeah, here's you know here's the lovely pictures of it. Here's some memes. Here's you know uh, this Bowie related thing. You know, I I, I covered. Um, I did a cabaret version of uh, Relax. I saw it was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Wearing the pavilion outfit, but I think beyond the initial thing, you know, I th- I think it, people do themselves a disservice by holding on to something from the show when you know everyone on the show has so much to give. Um. Beyond it, and and the show is an amazing springboard, but um, I, you know, I think just focusing on what happened to the show doesn't give people the chance to really get to know you. So, absolutely, I'll give nods to it. You know, I'll at some point when live shows happen, I will in you know for my second the second half of the show, or if it's on a tour or something, I'll pop out. I'll be wearing the Bowie. I'll do Life on Mars, 
and hopefully people love it. Um, but no, I'm not gonna not gonna focus on it because uh, you know I've got quite quite a bit more to give than uh, than than episode one of Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the kind of thing with a, a performer like you because. I guess some people would say you have more to lose because you already had a, a very big reputation, so there's more that could go wrong. So was that a concern for you going into it? Well, I mean, like, like I, I mean, I keep being asked if I would have uh, if I would have changed anything, uh, and I still st- I, I absolutely stick by my decisions. And the reason people have responded so well is because I was authentically me, and there was no point going on the show and not being authentically me. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the, it would have been risky if I had done something that wasn't me. Yeah. Um, you know, with a reputation and, and, and a status or whatever, you know, however people want to put it, if I had gone in and not done what I do, then that's a problem because then you risk breaking down all that you've, achieved and built by being something inauthentic i was 100 percent authentic going in so i don't think there's any risk or worries of it being a problem because i didn't show anything that i wasn't well i mean i genuinely thought you were going to win we because we recapped the show obviously and we uh, r- r- wrote our notes during the episode and i pegged you as a winner so <laughs> <laughs> well i think people in antarctica said the same thing i've only, so i've only seen uh, the episode once um, but I've seen, I mean, I've watched uh, clips back. I, I've watched my entrance back so many times purely because I love zooming in on Lawrence's face and the gasp. Um, <laughs> but I've not really, I've not watched the episode um, since, but uh, I've seen clips of the, oh God, what really got memed was me going, a bit shocked. Um, <laughs> was one that I saw. I just say, just that was like, a bit shocked. Um, uh, when I come in and say that I'm in the bottom and then, uh, a horror in particular seems very, very surprised because again, I I wasn't privy to um, the untucked uh, discussions because I was not there yeah. until I came back uh, where they were saying that they thought Asina um, was in the bottom uh, and that you know I don't know if they said I was likely going to win, but they they did certainly didn't think I was going to be in the bottom. Yeah, and to linger on the episode a little longer, do you do you do you think you deserved your place in the bottom? And if not you, then who did you think did? I'm not one of the judges. I am merely, uh, merely, merely, merely the clown for amusement. Uh, so I, you know, I'm, I, of course, I'm gonna say, oh no, I, I shouldn't have been in the bottom. But everyone, even if people should rightfully be in the bottom, they're gonna go, I shouldn't be in the bottom. So I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to say myself. But I think the, uh, the response from uh, the viewers, like I said, is the more important thing than the judges in, you know, in the real world. Because Elizabeth Hurley uh, is not buying tickets to my shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Um, but it seems, yeah, it seems the 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 the, the I would say the British public, but actually the international public, uh, seems to have disagreed with the decision. So uh, I'll leave it up for them to decide. And um, yeah, because of the eruption from the fans, um, I could definitely see them asking you back. And uh, in the American show, I don't know how much you watch it. There's been a couple of instances where the first outs returned the next season because they're. They were so popular, and that definitely. Vanshi, right? And Shangeli, yes. So it oh, feels course. like it, if you were asked back for season three, uh, would you be up for that or All Stars? Oh, I think I might need to have a nap first. Um, <laughs> it's been a long year. I was like, you know, we've just finished it. We're still in a pandemic. Let me like. I want to go out there and feel um, the audience's love for a little bit first before I go back into the lion's den. 
It must be so frustrating to have all this going on. Like you were trending and the most talked about thing in the world. And then you're not like able to go to an audience and kind of feel that love in person. I guess that's happening for everyone now, but. Yeah, I mean, that's worldwide, isn't it? But it's such a shame uh, that live shows can't happen. But, you know, I, I, I'm quite, you know, active on the, on the on the socials and on digital content. I've got a Patreon and stuff as well. So, you know, I'm making exclusive content for that and I'm doing uh, a YouTube my YouTube channel. Um, so I'm still, like, getting that response and it's been really, really lovely. And I've just announced a tour for September, which I think is a realistic time for perhaps leaving the house and being around other people. Oh, I think um, so. Yeah. And uh, so we've just announced tour for September and opened like pre-sale and stuff. And then um, the uh, all of the dates and uh, cities and venues and stuff are announced on, on, on Thursday, actually, this coming Thursday. So um, I don't know when this episode comes out. Um, Thursday. Oh, it comes out Thursday. Yes. Uh, well, the, the, the dates, cities and venues will be announced uh, the day this comes out. And then I think they go on sale the um uh, go on sale the next sale the day after. Um, we couldn't uh, have planned so it better, honestly. <laughs> I know it's 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 like I've been overcompensating and working really hard behind the scenes because I thought everyone you know this thing is leaving first. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't mean like like what the fuck am I gonna do now? So I was like, right, I've got to work really really hard, show people who I am. Put the really put the legwork in because I'm under no um, uh, delusions that uh, things would just be handed to me. You know, I'm I'm aware that uh, I mean everyone should work hard. That's ultimately the thing is that everyone should be working really really hard at the post show thing. Um, it you you can't just expect everything to be handed to you on plate. But especially as being a first out, I was like, well, I've got to work harder than everyone else because I've got um, <clears throat> I've got more to prove. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, but it's you know it's 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 worked out and people are people are loving it and I'm I'm you know, one of the best things about this other than the memes which I, I, I just give me constant joy um, <laughs> uh, is, is 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 fan art um, is is incredible and I I think I've got an aesthetic that um, can inspire some very creative people. Oh, yes, you're very uh, striking, and you've got that um, immediately noticeable brand uh, mug. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, people uh, kind of bring it to life uh, in their in their artwork, and it's just, yeah, that's my, my absolute favourite thing about all of this. That, I mean, all the, all the, the love in general, really, but uh, the, 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 the fan, I can't keep up on the messages, so I must apologise to people who have sent me messages on Instagram. Um, I, I uh, you know... Um, I, I look occasionally and then I start replying and then um, I realise that this would take over my whole existence. Well, that's a sign so, that things are going well. I can respond to all my messages, which is a sign that I've not done well enough yet. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? I thought I was doing well before, but I used to be able to reply to all my messages. Um, but yeah, I know I really appreciate everything everyone said. Uh, and there's such like some of them are really beautiful, really beautiful, like outpourings of love. Um and I, yeah, for anyone listening who's maybe sent me a message and I haven't replied to it, um, I have probably seen it and probably had a, had a, had a, a lovely moment clutching me invisible pals and saying how lovely it was. That counts as a reply. I think you've, you've sorted it. There. Emotional, emotional reply. Um, uh, in the lip sync, I, as I said on the podcast, I thought you, um, won the lip sync. I really found your performance entertaining and to your face very expressive but there was a moment where 
um, I thought you were clearly doing a bit where you were had um, stopped lip syncing because I assumed because it related to the song "Relax, Don't Do It," but it felt like it was edited in a way where they almost the show was almost trying to show that you didn't know the words or something that people were a bit confused. <laughs> yeah, um, it did look a bit strange, didn't it? Um, I mean, I'm sure you know they're trying to capture two people uh, doing very separate things. Yeah. Um, so I was I was pretending Davina didn't realise what that was either, and I was like I was pretending to be in a lift. Yeah. Um, uh, and what actually, I stopped lip syncing because to me, that the, the the lyrics, I was like, I don't need to move my mouth to this bit. This feels like it's just the build up to when I should actually start moving my mouth. That was it. It was like, just sit back, you're in the lift, press the button, sink down. And then when the song kicks back in, you join back in. That was my, uh, that was my, my thought pattern there. I was like, this is funny. You know, I'm not a lip syncer either. Um, so um, the idea of just stopping um, greatly amuses me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought, I thought it made sense, but maybe it doesn't translate to TV. But I was, um, I, I was living the clown fantasy in that moment and being like, right, I'm going to pretend to be in a lift. The song's just carrying on and I'm, I'm just in my own little world at the moment, minding my own business. Well, one thing you definitely are good at is singing live performing acting and then annoyingly you go in the week one and then we get episode two which feels like the made for joe black challenge which is rats the musical oh, i don't God. know if you just watched it but <laughs> how annoying is that how That's did you feel furious. watching that no, the, the, the thing is also you, people say i'm a singer but I'm, I'm a cabaret singer or like a musical singer not um you know not like pop singer um so stuff like Rats was so full of character, and I and I always consider why I do a character voice. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, it's it's not about your singing ability; it's about your ability to convey it. Yes, and uh, that I would have so loved to do rats, and I would have loved to do um, Bimini in a horrors part, particularly. Uh, you know, I did twisted rationator by your children. <laughs> you know. That kind of keeps you are the winner of this stuff. week's challenge. Thank you, thank you. Um, I would love to have done that, and I would love to have done um, Judy Stench, which is Ginny's parts. Oh, that um, was amazing! Really, really ridiculous, overacted parts. So, um, oh, I would have loved it. Did you um, did you have an idea of who you wanted to win after you left, or who you thought might win, or? I mean, I'm, I, like I've said in interviews, there's like three people. I mean, I love all of them dearly, of course, but um, big fan of big fan of Ginny. Yeah. Big, big, big fan of Ginny Lemon, and I, and I have been for a long time. And same with Lawrence. Um, uh, big fan of Lawrence, and I think I, I met Lawrence when Lawrence to sort of just started drag, and there was just something about them that there was just such charisma and character and uh, talent and I could just just see something and I just I would be so thrilled if Ginny Lawrence or and also Bimini uh, won because Bimini represents something uh, you know very, very specific and does it very well it's that fashion East London like edgy but is somehow you know uh, managing to do like mainstream Essentially, you could you could see her in Vogue, one hundred percent. But she's still got that edge, and she's so authentically her, and she's just so um, creative. Well, I'm in East London um, right now, so I know all about that. Uh, I don't know how edgy I am. I'm in a crocodile onesie, but maybe this is edgy. I don't know. You. Yeah, you're lucky. You're not getting a visual today, darling. You'd be quite frightened. Um, <laughs> uh, but 
it was funny because people always um, on season one, people were, were thinking of Crystal as the as the kind of edgy East London one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love that. Uh, Chris, Crystal walked so Bimini could get a hole out on the main stage during uh, during Relax. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, um, you know, Crystal. I think Crystal is just sort of very beautiful. You know, sort of eighties inspired uh, drag for me. I never thought of Crystal as that kind of edgy East London thing, but I guess for Drag Race, that was the first introduction to that. You know, because she had a bit of hair on her chest. But then you get someone like Bimini, uh, who is. In, you know, so, so that kind of really queer East London radical thing. Um, but yeah, what I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, she, since, since she gave me the boot, um, I, I felt an, an affiliation to, to Bimini <laughs> and I would be very pleased if she'd won as well. So yeah, but Lawrence, Bimini and um, Ginny Lemon. Well, yeah, and seeing as though she sent you home, then you can say at least you lost to the winner. So that would be a nice <laughs> oh, touch. 100%. Well, something that I think is even better than winning Drag Race is I saw a picture of you with Glenn Close. <laughs> yes. Could, would you be able to tell the story behind that? That was in Glasgow. <laughs> um, I was doing a show at the Panopticon Musical, which is the oldest surviving musical in, I believe, Europe, um, but at least definitely in the UK. Um, and um, she was one of the films she was nominated for an Oscar for, The Wife, uh, set in Stockholm, but they film, uh, they use Glasgow for, I know they use it for New York and for Stockholm. They use it for like, um, yeah, New York and certain European cities for films because I don't know, it's just maybe apparently easier or cheaper to, to film in Glasgow or something, I don't know. I bet it is. Um, um, uh, so she was in Glasgow filming, filming The Wife uh, and she had worked with uh, one of the directors of the venue on costumes. I think it was for Albert Nobbs. Um, <laughs> and they said uh, that she was, I was just having to be there. And they said, oh, we, we know you're a Glenn Close fan. She's coming for a tour of the venue tomorrow. Uh, and I was very like, uh -huh, yeah, yeah, sure she is. Sure she is. <laughs> because when someone says, hello, you happen to be in exactly the same place as Glenn Close at the venue she's going to be at. At the same time, of course, you're not going to believe that. You know, people say a lot of things. You're close to Glenn Close. Yeah, sure. it sounds like a setup for a joke. Yeah, well, Glenn Close, but no cigar. You know. Um, <laughs> Good so drag name. I, I turned up when they when they told me to. Um, you know, there was a tea and coffee and little tonics tea cake set out, and um, it's yours. And she was absolutely lovely with her dog Pippin, um, and she had a tour of the venue, and I looked after Pippin for her. Um, you didn't put it in a boiling pan or anything no no that's rabbits that's rabbits yeah of course you wouldn't do it to a dog <laughs> uh, no not the lovely Bichon Frise um, uh, but no I just sat and had a cuddle with Glenn Close's dog because he wasn't allowed upstairs because it was a you know rickety old building um, and she came back downstairs she took loads of photos of me cuddling cuddling her dogs there's loads of photos of me on Glenn Close's phone and then and then um, she said oh I need to go now would anyone like a picture and then everyone could have a lovely photo with her and everyone had photos and she was just um, we, we sat and chatted for like I don't know 20 minutes was she um, aware that you, uh, she's quite an inspiration on you like and that you get compared I, sh I, I showed um, showed her pictures of me in costume uh, and she took my phone off me and took pictures of like these bad hotel room selfies uh, <laughs> that I like mirror selfies that I had taken off my phone um, and she, she just seemed delighted by it um, so yeah there's there's not only there are pictures of me, you know, out of out of drag, cuddling Ben Close's dog on her phone. There's also um, 
pictures of uh, bad mirror hotel selfies of me uh, in, in Dragon Bank Close's phone. So I think that's absolutely lovely, isn't it? <laughs> what an amazing story. And um, as, were you also glad that you, um, because you left first, you didn't have to deal with the whole, the second season got massively interrupted because of COVID, didn't it? And they had, I believe, a six-month break. Were you kind of relieved that that didn't impact you? Oh, God, yeah. I'm, you know, imagine the stress of not knowing when the lockdown was going to end. Yeah. Uh, and then also having to be prepared for the show. So I could, um, yeah, you know, I, I could rest easy being like, just got to wait for it to finish. My my job here is done. Just, you know, it's time to get my shit together. Shoot all of the uh, the images uh, of, the, of the costumes that would do um, to be on every week, which, you know, every week I'll be uploading those. Um so it's um I, I, I mean i don't know how other people felt uh, during the whole thing that, that we're going back but it um yeah certainly certainly uh, as stressful as a pandemic and lockdown is i did not have the stress of drag race also adding to that is there going to be a reunion are you going to feature in a reunion because we didn't get one in season one I don't, I don't know if i'm allowed to say anything i can confirm you are allowed to say has this been confirmed with image uh, no, I'm just making it up to treat you, but... <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> um, no comment! Ah, you've been well trained. Have you got time to do a quick... We play a game on the podcast called Humting Wong, where I hum a song, and you have to guess what I'm humming. Have you got time um, for that? Yeah, go on. Okay. It's related to you in some way, but not in an obvious way. So take that as a clue. Get ready. Are you getting it? Um, I, I what I was hearing was um the uh, the, the Freddy Krueger fucking rhyme from Freddy Krueger. I was hearing. I was hearing that, you know, I was like, Freddy's gonna get <laughs> That's my natural creepiness just coming across, but it's not that. It's um, related to the song you lip sync to. Relax. Is It wasn't Relax, but I didn't want to be so obvious, but it's the same band. Is it the same? Oh, band? Frankie goes to Hollywood. I, I don't know. See, I, I, I know Relax um, too well now. It was um, The Power of Love. That is Frankie Goes to Hollywood, isn't it? I have no idea. God, if I've got that wrong, I probably have. I, I, babe, I just listen to like polka music. You know, I mean, like, I'll, I, you know, not necessarily. I'll just, you know, I, I was packing up merch orders the other day, and I just put on a fucking Kurt Violin Berthold Brecht the An uh, Violin Concerto. I don't know if uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood is really in my remit. <laughs> Sorry. Next time I'll do you something more classical for Hunting One oh, when I you. when you return, which I hope you do because you've been an amazing guest. It's been absolutely lovely oh, to talk you to very you. Much, and yes, good luck with everything. I think we'll we haven't seen the last of you yet, not by a long shot. So <laughs> come see me on tour. Oh, I will. I'll be front row. Marvelous. Thank you.